Hello and welcome to an episode of Chopping with Fire. You're joined with your hosts today, Dustin, Steffi, and Jaden Norvell. What is up, Chop Nation? Yes, what is up, Chop Nation? Jaden's voice. It's always a blessing when we have Jaden on. I'm glad to be back. I missed you guys. Yeah, everybody missed you too. They were tired of hearing just me only. Yeah, I listened to it. You sounded great. I, I'm my own worst critic, right? We have a home charity, folks. That home charity is Cystic Fibrosis. We are at about 5,500 raised right now. Jaden, let's dive in. Cystic fibrosis is a lung disease that impacts all age groups. It is usually fatal. It's our home charity because my mom has it. You guys can donate at cff.org backslash donate. You can also find it at our website, Chopping with Fire, C-H-O-P-P-I-N with fire.com. You sound just way better with it. It's because it hits home for you. I'm amazed, bro. It's crazy. I remember we were at 2,000, 1,000, 1,500. So it's crazy. Over $5,000. That's amazing. If you have fingers, if you have a heartbeat, if you have a pulse, if you have a brain, please head on over and search Chopping with Fire on your favorite podcast platform. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and of course, LinkedIn. Our website houses everything. That's www.choppingwithfire.com. That's C-H-O-P-P-I-N with fire.com. If you haven't done so already, head on over and keep up with Jaden and I. I think that's it for housekeeping. Let's have some fun today. We have very special guest. He's been on before. He was on as Crypto Cowboy. John Means back on with us today. John, how are you today? I'm doing great, Dustin. Uh, thanks for asking. I've been traveling. I've been uh, out of pocket for a while. Business in uh, Florida, Mississippi, California, Nevada. So back and forth. But I had a few moments to uh, spare tonight. So, I'm, you know, thanks for having me. So, John, I wanted to bring you on because I always turn to you because you always have some form of opinion research to be able to add value. And I think that today, especially since we have about 15,000 listeners, we're spanned globally. A lot of people are wanting to know what's going on, where we're at. Is it the right time to be in business? You know, a million different questions, right? And so we try to bring on guests that add value and give some gold nuggets. So walk me through uh, what you've been seeing lately. Right now, I think a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are worried about their finances. Many people are watching their savings going down the tubes. How do I protect that? What do I do? I've worked all my life. More deeply, a couple of years ago, when I feel like I was awakened with the shock to the system, for started wondering, how did we get here? Not just like in the last five years or 10 years. How did we get here in the first place? So that led me to doing a deep dive into the history of our country. Uh, I grew up in seven different countries. You know, I was the American, and I was very proud of that. In the last couple of years, I felt like, what in the blue cake is going on? The founding of our country up to today, where we are now, what's gone right and what's gone wrong. And a lot of the things that we've been taught all our lives in history, history books, in school, I won't say we were lied to, but I think in a lot of ways, we were led by people who were not looking after our best interests. We were almost misled, in a sense. Things that we're all familiar with, uh, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, the sinking of the Titanic, the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy, 
9-11. We see these things on a, or read about these things or seen a movie about them on some linear level. However, there was more going on behind the scenes than most people are aware of. And it's only by doing a deep dive does it all start to make sense and also prepares us for what's coming in the future. Those who don't know the past are doomed to repeat it. And I think it's important that we educate ourselves. But the way things are now, I mean, most people are, you know, we like to look at little cartoons for three seconds on Facebook. Other than that, you know, it loses our attention. We've been conditioned not to explore deeper. We just kind of take for granted what we know or think we know and then what others are telling us, like the media, for instance, mass media. I was a journalism, communications and business major. I studied mass media and I learned how to write stories, how to do investigative reporting. I think it heightened my awareness that I can see when things are not being told properly. Dr. Meyer was my instructor. He was the uh, uh, journalism teacher at Mississippi State University, but he was he made it very clear the difference between opinion and editorial and news. He was very historically wise, and so he taught me several things. And I was a, a writer for uh, a New York newspaper. I've always had this burning desire to know the truth, what's going on. You brought up a statement that is so true to Americans today, which is we're freaking out. We're running around with our heads cut off right now. Inflation is very real. Everybody's working a ton. And what wealth we have, it seems like it's not enough to get by. And so that's why on this podcast specifically and on others that I listen to, the biggest common denominator for wealthy people is diversifying your wealth to make your money work for you. The second thing was history and understanding America is amazing. Where I'd like to head with this is you had brought up that our way of thinking, what we've learned in history, if you've graduated from high school, then you have had the same education pretty much of what our schooling is pushing out for what we should know about history. The issue I have with that is it's a curriculum that's put together by the Board of Education. So it's only teaching us what they want us to know. And obviously there's people such as you, such as me, such as Jaden, who have done research into other things. Wow, maybe what I was taught wasn't the whole entire thing. And maybe there's something more to it. And it sparks curiosity to dive a little deeper. You brought up, it seems as if we weren't led in the direction that we needed to go. And so I kind of wanted to highlight that a little bit, especially with my way of thinking with respect to America is America is a place where entrepreneurs should thrive. And if you want to be a millionaire, anybody can. But the reality is not everybody is a millionaire. Why? And what's going on? And where where is that dagger being driven into the sand? We have to change our paradigm, our way of thinking, but it comes with education. We are employees of United States of America, Inc. I'm going to go a little deep here now. Back in 1871, okay, there was a, this seditious act that was performed by our government. Now, I could go back leading up to this 1812 war, civil war, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. We won't go there right now. I'm just going to go back as far as 1871. There was this coup. 
was made to rewrite the Constitution and put we the people in all capitals under a new corporate contract. It placed the citizens of the United States as property of the corporation. This act made Washington, D.C. a foreign entity on American soil. But this corporate entity then ruled over all the people. Citizens' rights were taken from them in this process. So what they did, they brokered this deal. We were in such deep debt that we got a loan from the Vatican through the Bank of London. At that time, they transferred all the property in the District of Columbia to the corporate entity of D.C. It's a foreign corporation. This trinity between London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. The city of London, that's a square mile within Greater London, is not technically part of the Greater London or England, just as the Vatican is not part of Rome or Italy. Likewise, Washington, D.C. is not part of the United States that it controls. These three entities, the Vatican City, Washington, D.C., and the City of London, they have one goal, and that is to do away with all the world order of sovereign nations and usher in a new global world order. Going back even to George Bush Sr., we've been hearing new world order, new world order. These sovereign corporate entities have their own laws and their own identities. So are you with me so far? Sort of, kind of? Yep, still following you. So the government of the United States, Canada, and Britain are all subsidiaries of the crown. Under maritime law, as is the Federal Reserve in the United States, the ruling monarch in England is also subordinate to the crown. The global financial legal system is controlled by the city of London, by the crown. This square mile making up the center of greater London is the global seat of power, at least on the visible level. Washington, D.C. was established as a city-state in 1871 with the Passage Act of 1871, which officially established the United States as a corporation. Corporations are run by presidents, which is why we call the person perceived to hold this highest seat of power in the land the president. The fact that is the president is nothing more than a figurehead for the central bankers and transnational corporations, both of which themselves are controlled by high ecclesiastic masonry of the country and ultimately call the shots. Washington, D.C. operates under the system of Roman law, outside of limitations established by the U.S. Constitution, because D.C. is not part of the United States. Now, the papal states were born out of the formal the former United States. Following a violent coup in Washington, the papal states were established by Chester Hale Fitzgerald, built on the beliefs of a new religion, which would later become Unionism. The Pope claims, however, his power originates from the American Empire, which supposedly granted the first Pope complete power over the empire via the donation of Lincoln, a forged American empirical, imperial decree. Okay. So in conclusion here, the corporation called Washington, D.C. is now a foreign entity on American soil of sovereign, sovereign states. It was established through a loan from Vatican City, from the Vatican, when D.C. was transferred into a city-state and this corporate entity. It is now under sea. The entire world is in a shakedown. Now, if you don't believe me, as of August 23rd, this is by the Associated Press, the Pope imposes a deadline, October 1st deadline, which comes up this Saturday, a deadline for all Holy See offices and Vatican-linked institutions 
to deposit their assets within the Vatican Bank. This is affecting our world economy. There's so much going on right now with, with this. Most of us are concerned about, is Aaron Judge going to get his 61st home run? We're at war. It's a cyber war. It's not a war with tanks and guns, even though, yes, there is war going on in, in the Ukraine. That's a whole nother story in itself as and what is the truth behind that. But bottom line, all this instability we're seeing in, within the economy, and it's affecting us personally. This is, it's, it's deliberate. We talk about this new world order. This was all planned. It's to make us suffer, make us feel pain, to make us feel like giving up. And remember, I don't know if you know who Klaus Schwab is, but he's this leader of this new world order. He said, you will have nothing and you will be happy. I don't mean by all doom and gloom. We're fighting against this, but it's up to we, the people, not this corporate entity, Washington, D.C., not the Vatican, not the crown. I think it's an act of desperation now. The Vatican is pulling in all of its assets from around the world. I don't think they're going to get away with it. But it's up to we, the people, to stand up and fight against this new world order. This is what's going on. And it's scary in a way. But on the other hand, if we understand that there is actually more going on behind the scenes than we could even realize. We've lived in a matrix our whole lives, but a lot of people are waking up. And then we realize that, well, maybe we, the patriots, are actually in control. We just don't know it. Perception is reality with an asterisk almost. So while we're living everyday normal life, there's people, they have an alternate agenda, pretty much. They're taking advantage of the events that are happening and that in turn is going to affect us and impact us in a way that we may not be able to come back from. The Titanic has hit the iceberg and it was no mistake. Yes, the Titanic definitely hit the iceberg. There are lifeboats and that leads us into, you're talking about diversification now on the, just on a uh, financial level, diversification, uh, precious metals. Richard Nixon took us off of the, uh, the gold standard back in 1971, big mistake. So then we started printing money, just printing money. And that's what we do now. We got this cause. We got to support Ukraine. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to fight inflation. So we rob our, our natural resources or the oil reserves that are meant for wartime. And we do that just to try to prevent inflation. That's again, that's, that's illegal. That's all. That's like treason. Printing more money, printing more money. So our money is becoming valueless, very much like Germany after World War One. They printed money, just printing money became so worthless. They were just using it for toilet paper and putting on their walls for wallpaper. That's what's happening with our fiat currency. With that being said, we look to our alternatives to the fiat currency, precious metals, cryptocurrency. And I'm talking about the digital currency that the government wants to put out because that's simply centralized digital currency. Cryptocurrency is not meant to be centralized. It's decentralized. So we have to be careful there not to get confused what the government tells us about their own digital currency, because that's just another form of control. Land. I own land. I own farmland in Mississippi. Who's buying up land? China. Bill Gates. What's Bill Gates? Why is he buying land? You know, well, study the history of the cabal. What the purpose of the cabal to control people, but also is to reduce population. What's happening to our food supplies? The supply chain is getting killed. Oil is getting killed. First thing that this president, what did he do? 
shut down the pipelines. Gas prices went up. Now food prices are going up because there's a food shortage. It's just we're getting hit from all sides. But it's deliberate. It's not by accident. It's when we are aware of this, once we know what's going on, then we look for the solutions. Then we know how to fight this. And I'm not talking about getting in the streets and beating people over the head. That's not going to do anything or fix anything. But this is what I feel deeply. Okay, that's why other things just don't matter right now. Since 1871, this act, it's coming to fruition right now. The Vatican in Rome is pulling it all in, trying to pull in all their assets because they've lost control. It's an act of desperation. Once we are informed, we know what's going on. We speak about it. We we can talk about it. We can share it like this. Cyber warfare. It's an information war. So then what you're saying essentially is nobody's safe right now at this point in time. People like Michael Saylor, Elon Musk. What are they doing? Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, diversification, which is the first thing that you mentioned. Not just relying on paychecks week to week. Entrepreneurship is actually the backbone of our country. As an example, I do Airbnb. I rent out rooms. I rent out rooms in my own house because I'm only here half the time. I rent out my swimming pool. We'd be having an open mind, finding ways, looking at what other people do. Uh, I've got income coming from several different sources right now, commercial property. I've got farmland. I can sell off plots of land. Not everybody's in this position where they can do that. I understand. All my life, I've always had two or three things going on. I'm getting older. However, I still have always had something going on. If I find a need, I try to fill it. I don't like living off the government. I never wanted to be a slave to the government, even though, like I talked about a while ago, we're all part of this corporation of United States of America, Inc. And that corporation is bankrupt. So that's why the stocks are going down. Everything seems to be crashing around us. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. There's a future. Just diversify. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's it took a dive. It was up to 60,000 quite a year ago. Now it's down to about 20,000 lingering around there. And the, the Federal Reserve is trying to kill it. They want it to go away because that's their enemy. But it keeps bouncing back. It's not, we're not in that cryptocurrency for the short term. That's long term. Okay. Long term, four to five years. I'm sure within four to five years, we're going to see that come back, uh, in ways that we could, couldn't even imagine just a year or two years ago, as our Federal Reserve dies, the corporation, United States of America, Inc., goes bankrupt. The deep state, call it the cabal, whatever you want to call it, has deliberately put us in this position because they want to they want to have complete control of us, fight back, entrepreneurship, finding ways to uh, not just survive, but to exceed. I guess the million dollar question is, is everything that we preach and discuss on this podcast is 100% knowledge based off of research. All of what you just said is research, research, research. Always, always, always do your research. But if you're not doing the research yourself, all you're doing is listening and following instead of paving your own way. I think the most successful people in this world have very diverse portfolios. And so it's important to understand that if you're just that person that's cashing in on a paycheck and putting it in a bank, you're failing because where where's the diversification? And you can't tell me that it's, oh, well, I'm diversified because I have a 401k because the 401k is the biggest sham that I've ever heard of too. A 401k 
is money being put into something that goes to a bank where they can take those investments until you're 65 or whatever and invest it themselves to make money off of the money that is your money that you're putting in. So you're not doing yourself any favors. The biggest thing that we take away from our podcast and from the many experts that we've had on and guests, the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that have a diverse portfolio, a willingness to research and the drive and ability to keep going when you get knocked down. I preach, Jaden preaches. These are things that are very real, kind of the things that uh, John has brought up today, in my opinion. Yeah, just one more story. I grew up on a farm before, and my dad and I were sitting on the back porch once at our farmland in Mississippi. Cows, we had pigs, corn, soybeans. What else can we do? What else can we do? And then we he saw behind where the corn patch was, there was some wooded area, but he just felt like it was not being utilized. He felt it was something else that should be done. I could saw, see when the lights came on. And two weeks later, he had bulldozed all of that land behind the cornfields, all the trees and everything, and made this big pit, big pit, like a, a little lake. We filled it, stocked it with catfish. And that was my income for my last two years of high school, was raising catfish. Land that was just sitting there, not doing anything. The point I'm making is sometimes we just look around us. What can I do here? What can I do? And so we were diversified. Now we had cows, corn, soybeans, chickens. I sold the chicken eggs. Now we had catfish. Just look around. There's always something we can do. I just want you guys to be aware that this conversation, there is a lot more to it. And you guys will be able to listen to that on our Patreon. Subscribe and be a patron today. It's at Chopping With Fire. So patreon.com forward slash Chopping With Fire. John, if people want to get a hold of you or ask questions, because I know you're a consultant as well, too. How can they get a hold of you? They can go to my website, uh, CaliforniaCryptoCowboy.com. For business purposes, that's the best way to, to reach me. So uh, that's the best way is, uh, again, CaliforniaCryptoCowboy.com. So if you head on over to our website, ChoppingWithFire.com, John's information will be housed under the guest profiles. With that being said, John, thank you for the first part of the conversation. You're welcome. Thank you.